my name is Comfort or Confizor. I'm listening to Dream City on Unlag Radio 103.1 FM every Saturday at 10 a.m. Dream City is where fun lives, where lives are transformed, where lives are actualized. Get up and make a move Cause the world will never see you Until you do No, they don't really care what you're going yeah, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, this is still Dream City on Unilag Radio 103.1 FM. I mentioned earlier that I have a guest in the studio who has been seated since 10. <laughs> so we're going to talk to him today about content writing for social media. My guest is a public relations and communications pro. He is the author of A Wall is Just a Wall, published by Bahati Books UK in 2018. And he's a lead noisemaker at Ndio Media. My guest for today is James Bunjimi. You're welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, you say you are the lead noisemaker. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it means that currently, um, um, the lead hype man for Indio Media, okay. I'm responsible for um, making the public aware of um, what they're offering at Indio Media. Okay. So that's my job basically. So, so why why did you decide to say lead noise maker? Yeah, hype man, right? Yeah, hype man. <laughs> so I'm not responsible for all those things. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so let, let, let's start with defining who a content writer is. Okay. Um, what does it entail to be one? Okay, content uh, a content writer is someone who creates um for, who, who writes for brands or businesses. Mm. Or it will not be just, it will not be for businesses. It's, a, it's actually a very broad term. Okay. Uh, a content writer can create content for business to the kind of content that their intended audience wants to read. Mm. Kind of uh, content that sells their uh, what they are about. Or mm. Can tell the product can sell. Uh, it can tell you something about the business itself. Okay. So that's what the content writer does. They create content that the audience wants to read. Mm-hmm. So what 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 does it entail to be one? Uh, okay. What does it entail to be one? Uh, it's, 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 you know, being a content writer means that you have to be someone that uh, understands what people understands how to write from different people's perspective. Mm. Like you know what, for instance, if I take a business like this, like someone who does who makes cakes, I must be able to write the kind of content that people who consume that product want to read. The kind mm. of content that when you read it, as someone that likes cakes. You understand it, you, mm. it makes you want and to relate buy it. You with it. Yes. Mm. Interesting. So, what are the top skills required to be a good content writer? I think the first one is you have to be persuasive. Well, uh, content writing, uh, whether the short form or the long form, uh, it involves being able to convince people to either keep on reading mm. or convince them to take action to maybe decide to follow the brand, decide to buy from the business, mm. decide to. Maybe keep on if it's a long uh, form of content to continue reading for your writing, even if it's just one line or two lines, it has to be so compelling that people want to take action uh, or they want to engage with you. Okay, so I think the first thing is the first thing is you have to be very persuasive, and then you have to understand you have to understand you have to be able to write from different perspectives. Mm. Those are the two skills I would say. Okay, so how long have you been writing? Uh, Writing for businesses, I'll say three to four years. Mm. Writing editorials, or some, I'll say uh, around six years. 
interesting okay so what are the some of the challenges you've had to encounter um all the while you've been writing what are those challenges that come with the job okay um some of the challenges if it's for editorials you have a lot of people normally when you write something you have people that disagree with you people will take opposing sides some mm. people will agree some people will disagree some people will have uh extra comments to make you do agree with you but they'll say okay uh, this is i don't agree with i agree partially mm. but then uh, i also think it could be this could be that so in in, in a way uh content writing well, uh, you you have people that will disagree with you mm. that will challenge you take you up on it all those things so those are some of the challenges but in terms of editorials you also have people that they take their disagreements beyond just disagreeing with you mm. they want to gag you they want to tell you to keep quiet and then oh, they, they want to take you up on some of these things so, and these are some of the challenges okay so let's look at a good content okay. what um what, what makes a good content what would you see if you see a write-up or an article what would determine if that article is a good one okay i think the headline is very important it's like if it's if it's a long form content mm-hmm. like the headline is very important i think i read somewhere that we now have the humans now have the attention span is now less than the that of a good fish i think that's something around eight seconds or five seconds oh i got nine so. seconds <laughs> <laughs> so you can't grab people's attention in eight seconds if, they, if the headline does not grab them mm. in eight seconds they, they will likely not want to read if you are someone that is known and maybe your first line because okay that's another part apart from okay. the headline mm. your first line your first sentence mm. is also very important if people are not taken after reading your first line or your first paragraph there's a possibility that they will not continue reading whatever you're writing and if it's short form of if it's, if it's a short form content like you're writing something for businesses mm. and people don't they can't connect with it then there is no way for instance a lot of people do the kind of writing <laughs> you know you, you know what just came to mind this okay. morning i was um surfing in net i was on instagram and i saw a caption that reads um Kadibi says, you know, Kadibi is in Lagos right yeah. now, Nigeria, and she says that she's excited to be in Nigeria. The, the caption was, the headline was, um, Kadibi talks about why she's excited to be in Nigeria. So I listened to the video and there was nothing okay. about her being excited to be in Nigeria. So somebody commented and said, I thought you said, <laughs> Kadibi said she's excited to be in Nigeria. And the, comment, the poster said, don't you look excited? <laughs> okay. And it was an assumed headline. Mm. It was as if what she was saying was actually... Um, related, related to, to her being excited to be in Nigeria. Of course, she's an exciting person, you mm-hmm. know. But that reminds me, but, but, but that just tells us that sometimes mm-hmm. um, the headings that we see yeah. are sensational. Mm-hmm. But going deep into the write-up or having to um, look at the video over a while, it is really not what it is. Mm. I think, uh, in a way, there has always been a criticism of people using clickbaits, like mm. the titles. But when you look at it, the average... Nigerian, there are so many, there are competing topics on the internet. Like, if you go to Twitter, you see about like there's a list of 20 if you check trending, the, trending so topics. People want to grab attention while there may be some uh, uh, ethical issues with right using clickbaits. Mm. I also realize that for if the if or the, click, the kind of clickbait used, if there's something that resembles like the content itself, what you what the title is about, if it's, mm. there's something that even resembles it a bit then maybe we can cut people some slack for using clickbait in that form. Because people don't generally people don't want to read. Unless you're an established writer that they already there, they'll read, even if you write 30 pages, mm. they'll read it. There is a way people people they need to convince them. So people try to use sensational titles, try to get them to just come into that. You may actually find it interesting even if it does not relate to 
the title, the heading mm. that was used. Interesting. Okay, we're still talking to uh guest for today, James Ogunjimi. We're talking content writing for social media. We're live on Instagram at Young Cerebral. In case you want to join us to see what's happening here in the studio, you can join us live on Instagram at Young Cerebral. Y O U N G C E R E B R A L. And if you have questions for James, you can call the phone lines 081 so for your questions, your comments, I just want to shout out to him. Maybe you know him, you, you read his write-ups from Facebook. I know he's big on Facebook. If you read his write-ups on Facebook, and you know, you can just call in and tell him a word or two. Or if you have questions, feel free to do any of that. So is writing for social media different from other online platforms? Yes, uh, it is. It is. Okay. Um, writing for social media means that... Okay, for instance, let, let me use an example. If you're writing... A newspaper editorial, the kind of you know the kind of audience you are trying to appeal to, they differ, mm. and then there are, there are different guide or publishing guidelines too. So on social media, you're trying to you're trying to, to speak with people that they they can just scroll like there are, there are a lot of things they can read. They want to read on okay. social media, mm. so it takes them not to just keep on scrolling. So you want to make them pause. You want the kind of writing that will make them pause and just spend the two, three, or five minutes mm. to read your content. So it's different. So it's different. So what's the logic behind writing for social media? Um, the the logic behind okay is it for for social media now? Okay. So let's talk about for individuals and let's talk about for small businesses. Okay, for individuals, the 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 thing behind writing uh, on your personal page on your personal page uh, as an individual is sometimes people people have come, they have gotten used to reading a certain kind of content from you. Mm. So in a way, when whatever you write, they always want to gravitate towards you. They always want to come, come and read. Mm. So, so the onus is on you to um, create something that that gets them, that, that keeps them coming, that keeps them interested, and that get. Like I said at the beginning, the headline. Even mm. some posts, some social media posts for individuals, they don't have headlines. They just have that very catchy first paragraph or first line that makes people want to keep on scrolling and keep on reading. If it's for businesses. Is like I said earlier too. Is about having a, co- a copy. Like for business, it's always very short, not mm. nothing long. Probably one paragraph or two paragraphs. But it's something very short. And the, the thing behind it is that you have to make it very engaging. It has to be. It has to capture because a lot of people. When a lot of people write, when they try to write copies for businesses, mm. they want to write as writers. But okay. that's a very huge mistake. People like you want to write something cute or something. Like that people that you as a writer find finds interesting, mm. but a lot of people, well, the, the key behind it behind it is to try to write as a target audience as your target audience will read it. If a target audience that is interested in say music reads your copy, mm. your music related copy, and they can't relate with it, no matter how cute other writers find it, it has not really uh, passed the message. Target. Yes, mm. so that's mm. the thing behind it. Okay. You, you mentioned that um, at the beginning, you said now days that attention span is like that of a goldfish, five mm. seconds, but I, <laughs> that means I'm still, I'm still, I actually noted nine seconds. So I said attention span it's, on social media, it's, yes, it's about nine seconds or less. It could be less for different people. So how do you get people to interact with your content within that time? So I'm scrolling through, I'm on my phone, I'm scrolling through social media and I know that I have this post I want to get people to interact with how do I catch them within that nine seconds or sometimes it could be less nine seconds five seconds six seconds what what do I need to do to 
catch people, to capture people's attention, to get to read my content before scrolling past? Okay, I think um, it's, it's in a way it can't be isolated. Um, like posts can be isolated like that. There is the need for consistency. Mm. Like if you if people find out that okay today I read something very interesting on this person's post, they if they if they stumble on it tomorrow and they say something interesting, mm. naturally they 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 will either follow you or if it's on Facebook if they are friends they will want to keep on coming. They will know that okay I expect. I expect to read something, something new every day. And somehow the, the idea, especially if, if you're consistent with the kind of things you write, mm. they have it in their mind that, oh, this is the kind of person, this is the kind of thing this person writes. For instance, you see a lot of interesting posts. People, mm. Some people make interesting posts, but there may be no consistency there. So you see, no matter how interesting, you'll be wondering that, how come this very interesting post is? There's no comments. just one like, or mm. has just one retweet or something. I'm not popular on Twitter. I don't have. I, okay, I have followers on Twitter, but I'm not very popular. I'm not very consistent. There. Mm. I can tweet something that will get a lot of likes on Facebook. And on Instagram, on Twitter, people will just pass. People will just pass. They will pass by it. So I think consistency is key too. So if you are very consistent, people get they get used to the idea of reading you, of interacting with you. Mm. So they will, even if your post is not that interesting, sometimes they will still follow and they will still. Interesting. Zero eight one double three zero three eight seven four nine zero eight zero two zero nine double three six three eight. If you have questions or comments, you can call any of the phone lines to do that. And we are live on Instagram at Young Cerebral. Join us live and um, see what we have here in the studio. Let's go for this break, and when we come back, we'll continue talking content writing for social media. Do not go anywhere. Get up and make a move Cause the world will never see you Until you do No, they don't really care What you're going through So you gotta show them, baby You gotta show them the real you Faster 
Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Your name and where you're calling us from? Okay, not a problem then. Thank you for calling. All right, this is the Dream City and New Lag Radio 103.1 FM, and we are still talking to James Ogunjimi, content writing for social media. Okay, so we before the break we were talking about attention span and all of that. Yes, we are live on Instagram. You can join us live at Young Cerebral. Let's talk about styles for. Um, for writing on different platforms, so you know that the way you write on Facebook is not the, is not the same way you write on um, Instagram or Twitter. So, what what are the best ways to write on each of these platforms? I think Facebook Facebook is a community like platform, so mm. um, it supports the, the long form content. For for instance, if you are creating and you are creating content for yourself mm. as an individual and for businesses. It supports you at least trying to explain what your business is about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Instagram, to a large extent, it supports it too because of the long form thing. But then with Instagram, you have to use hashtags sometimes to push your message or to try to connect with the kind of people that use that same hashtag too. With Twitter, is something very very short. Within within two eighty characters, you have to say what you have to say and be done with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With LinkedIn, it's a bit on the work front on the career side exactly. so the kind of content you create for LinkedIn too uh, has to be something that appeals to people that work or try to relate it to it it's important to try to relate it to it uh, because it's a platform for people that is generally believed to be a career platform it's a career platform of generally believed to be for people that are at work that are doing this or that even mm. though everyone is on Facebook too so the kind of content has to kind of tie into the career path okay so, so if if I if I get a job right now to write an article for a company or a company or there about or for an individual who needs it for something, and I need a brief, what is what are the kind of questions I should ask him? What what information do I need to get from him before I even um, start before I can commence writing for that person? I think it's important to define to ask for what they want to achieve, like what they want to achieve. Like what you want to achieve with the with the writing with the business itself, mm. that you know where you are coming in, then you define the metrics like um, what is going to be a measure of the success of this. For instance, the kind of content am I going to be responsible for pushing it? Mm, or mm, is, mm. is my job just to, or is my job just to uh, create content? Am I responsible for pushing it to make sure it has a reach? Mm. So you define the metrics. You define um, how are you, how are we going to know it's successful? Am I, is it going to be people interact with the post a lot? Is it going to be it drives people to make purchases or to make buying this to buy on the website or on social media? Mm-hmm. Is, is it going mm-hmm. to be, so you define the metrics of uh, or define the metrics that are involved. Then you define the timeline. So if, if you are going to be responsible for how people engage with it, then you define the timelines. When like do you have specific timelines? Is it after one month that you start measuring this or that? So mm. I think it's important to define the metrics, define the timelines. And so, yeah, define the metrics and the timeline. Define the metrics. Yeah. Define the timeline as timeline. well. Yeah. Okay. But what about um, the case study? Like, um, why am I, what's the article for? Why are you trying to reach? I, I don't know necessary questions that one should ask yeah, before yeah, yeah. before writing. Okay, that was, uh, that was uh, the, the first one I mentioned was that uh, you ask them, um, like, you ask them the... the kind of, like, okay, I think I mentioned something before metrics mm, okay, and, okay. and timelines. Timeline. So I think I said, are you going to be responsible for pushing it, or are you going to be 
is it going to be long form or short form or mm. are you going to be responsible for pushing it mm. so those are some of things and then the case study has mentioned too like but basically I mean, for me i just think once you're able to uh, to confirm whether you're going to be the ones that the one that are pushing it are you responsible for how mm. far it goes mm. like for the reach that, those are the basic questions i ask okay so, Okay, there are different tones to writing. Mm. If you want to write a very funny post, there's, there's a tone to it. If you want to pass a message that's very serious but you need it to be friendly, there's a tone to it. If you want to pass a sad post, if you want to write a sad post, there's a tone to it. So how do you, um, for businesses right now, so what, what tone should one use um, when trying to communicate with um, the audience via um, posts on social media? What tone, what tone do you think is best suitable for such write-ups? Okay, um, it, it, like, it is important to be able to write from different perspectives. Mm. So, like, if you are going to write something funny, you, I don't know, you just, you, you know, you know, you start, it, it starts from the first, from the first line, you know where you're taking it from, mm. you know the kind, you know the kind of audience you're writing for. So since you know you're writing something, you're trying to write something funny, I don't think that is, I know, always that very difficult. And it's funny. Right? You think it's not difficult? <laughs> yeah. But well, the, the, the sad, the sad post, mm. maybe to commiserate with maybe someone or something, mm. or your business trying to commiserate with. So, okay, what about if it's a post to advertise a business, mm. which is not supposed to be too serious and it's not supposed to be too funny? Yeah. Okay, if something like that, you... I think, I believe that, I, I don't believe in the... When you're creating content, you say, oh, put that, okay, go and buy, so, 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 so. I believe mm. in infusing stories into it, like, make it like a random conversation, like a normal conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you're talking to people, then you kind of slip it in. Like, this is, you enter, you... You weave it around the story, maybe of something that happened, and then mm -hmm. you, you can you, you slip it into it. Even though people know that you're trying to get them to buy, they still enjoy the ride. Mm. They enjoy the ride. They enjoy the they will enjoy the story around it, and that makes them interact with it, even if they don't end up buying. Buying. But they interact with the post, with the post. and then it, it can set them up to actually. Be but sometimes you get thousands and thousands of mm. likes, but not even one sales. Yeah, that's that the thing about metrics. Some some posts, some posts have some posts are supposed to push to just interact with people to get them. But if it's a push about, if it's a post about getting them to go and buy on, mm -hmm. maybe on your website or. To or just even make sales on, there. Yeah, yeah. So those kind of those kind of uh, posts, you have a call to action at the end. So mm. like, okay. If you are this, this, so the kind of content that will be written, so we kind we will have that we have that tone from the beginning. It will not be the selling ish ish ish, mm -hmm. but it will still be the kind of post that starts that has them that has that sets them up to read that call to action at the end. Okay, mm -hmm. so recently there has been an increase in the use of videos. Mm -hmm. You don't you whenever you go to fa Facebook usually before now, mm -hmm. um, videos are really not so uh, common, mm -hmm. so to speak. But now if you scroll through ten posts on any of the social media platforms, mm -hmm. you will get at least two videos or even more on an average two, three, four videos within ten posts. So do you think videos um, videos help when it comes to driving people's um, driving content for for social media. Yes, I think it does. I don't know. I can't remember the particular percentage, but I, I read something like in 2020, mm -hmm. the video marketing is going to actually rise. You know, earlier when we were talking, I, I yes, mentioned something yes. about the Instagram stories, mm -hmm. Instagram. Like the top three, um, the top two or three stops. The top two or three um, marketing re marketing platforms for. Uh, that are used online on social media, mm. Instagram, Stories, IGTV, 
um, stories. Stories, yeah. So people are creating a lot of content, a lot of video content because mm. you know the thing about the attention span for thing is that when people, it's easier for people to just watch one minute video and it is for them to actually sit down and read like mm. one page or write up or if it's a shorter copy, but yeah. it's easier for them and you're able to communicate what you're trying to, to communicate what you're about. You can mm-hmm. easily communicate in 30 seconds or in one minute if you're, if you're very good with this. So it's easier for them to relate with they can to relate with what you're trying to say okay. back or uh, via video when they watch it. I think I don't know, I don't have that particular percentage mm-hmm, to but mm-hmm. people it's easier for people to understand something when they watch it themselves, when they when they are seeing it themselves. Because it's easy everybody everybody watch or everybody watches video, but not everyone reads. Mm. So it's easier for them that way. So and since video marketing is rising and I think we are going to see more of it, and it's only normal for businesses to keep this too. Okay, zero eight one double three zero three eight seven four nine zero eight zero two zero nine double three six three eight. We are live on Instagram at Young Cerebral. Drop your comments, your questions, um, on our on those platforms, on that platform. Or you can call to shout out to my guest or ask him a question. Okay, so let's look at generating new ideas for social media. So what, how does one go about generating ideas for social media, new ideas for social media, be it for your personal page or for a business page? Okay, sometimes for, okay, for personal pages, it's more, there is more of just winging it. Like, personally, sometimes I have things I want to post about maybe three days or three days. Sometimes I don't. Mm. I don't post every day. So, but for businesses, there is a need to have a content calendar. So that you just don't you don't just, just post that in tomorrow you are like you have to make a post this mm. morning the night before you start thinking or what mm. are those post so and to to get for the ideas okay hold on about, hold on to that so let's take this call hello good morning hello 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 good morning welcome to the show yeah good morning good morning welcome to the show your name and where you calling us from okay my name is Hi, Emeka from Shimolo. How are you doing today? Yeah, fine, fine. Okay, do you have a question for my guest or you just want to shout out to him? Yes, yeah, I just ask, uh, okay, I have a blog and one of my problems about blog is consistency. Like, I find it very difficult being consistent writing about him. That's about health issues and stuff. Okay. But he says also about writing about listed and topics and all. So, mm. I'm just wondering, how does one be getting inspiration? Like, I don't know, let's call it inspiration. Write it every day or like on a daily basis. Okay. It's really, really difficult. Mm. So your question is, how, how does one get inspiration to write every day? Yeah, yeah. And topics, right? How does it just come? Because it's really, really difficult. Okay. All right, no problem. He'll take your question right now. Thanks for calling. Yeah. All right. Okay, so I, okay. you want to attend to his question right now? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, I think writing, if you, if you write about things that interest you, if you write about something you're passionate about, or not just something first, hmm. it's easier to always uh, find a way to write every day. It doesn't have to be, especially if it's for your personal life, if it's on social media, hmm. it doesn't have to be something that happens, like, uh, you're, you, don't, you, don't, you may not even need to write, it doesn't have to be something long, or it can just be something short. And if you, read, you have to read a lot uh, about, about things like that too. Mm-hmm. For me, I read a lot and I get inspiration from those things too. For instance, if there's a new trend on social media, I, I read about it and it kind of triggers 
some of the things I can contribute to that discussion too. So mm -hmm. I write a lot of that sometimes. And then um, I think for the for getting topics, sometimes it's, it's helpful to go to Google. If for instance if you are in the health sector, like yeah, he said health. You can write. You can look for something health. Type health in the Google search box. Mm -hmm. Health something like it will bring some. You will see some of the things people are searching. Mm. So you can choose some of those. That's topics. true. Even before clicking on yes, it, just type health and you see some other. Yeah. yeah. So you see things people are searching for. You can mm -hmm. write something related to that. And what that means is that if you're writing on the blog and you write something like that, because a lot of people are searching for it, mm. you will find you will find out that when you write it, they will want to come to you when they search for it. It will direct them to so, you, especially if you have slight experience with SEO. Mm -hmm. Direct them to your blog so you get traffic that way too. So. Just search for things like that. You can use Uber Suggest too, like to get once you type the title, maybe uh, for instance, if you type pneumonia in Uber Suggest, it will show you a list of titles you can write, a list mm -hmm. of suggested titles or suggested topics or something you can, oh, write, you can write. So, these are some of the things that can help with titles. And so, once you have titles, most times it's easier to create content around it. Okay, Emeka, I hope that we have been able to answer your questions. But if you need more directions, you can check out check him out on social media at James Ogunjimi, and I'm sure he would give you answers. So he would give you further clarification. But thanks for calling. So back to creating content and new ideas on creating social, um, content for social media. Okay, what was the question? Yes, I said um, I was asking for how do you generate new ideas to okay. create content for social media? Okay, um, that was one of the things I mentioned actually, the mm. Google part. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of platforms that uh, that help you, like you just type, you type the topic that you want to write about mm. uh, on social media, or you type a keyword on social on the, for instance, you type that particular keyword, maybe health. It shows you a list of topics you can write about of or something people are searching about. Mm -hmm. You can easily write about that. Then another suggestion is to go to um, some of these old magazines. Like it may not be directly, you may not get the direct topic you want to write. You can just say something like this is uh, this is how to or then you have a dash in the middle mm -hmm. and this is so it may, you may write something like for instance if you see something like this is how to you can decide to put this is how to do this or do or do that. If you see a title like see how to do this, you can you can infuse some of those things. So to get titles, you just have to be creative about some of those the places you search. Mm. So it may not necessarily relate to your own topic, to your own field, but the headline structuring will help you. You can fix something inside in the middle of it, and so you can create content around. It. But like I said too. It's important to read about latest trends because that way, when you see something, when you see something related to that, you're able to. It triggers. It triggers something for me. I may not necessarily. I may not necessarily have like if I read if I read something from you, know, it may not be related to my field. Mm -hmm. But sometimes because of the things that I've read in the past, it triggers like a topic that I can write about. So I either jot it down to, be, to write about it later, later, or I just write about it immediately mm -hmm. and then publish it later. Okay, so let's talk about um, changes in the content creation process. The, the, the industry is growing right now, and a lot of people are getting into that industry, into the creative industry content um, per se right now. So what has been the change from um, when you started to what we have now? Is there any major change changes you have seen or noticed? I think it's mostly the video content creation. Like, video content creation is the biggest thing I've seen so far. Mm. Like it's not just the writing form that that's moved video, beyond yeah. writing. And it includes the video content creation includes these those who are making skits on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Includes those who are doing 
uh, show video, one minute videos, videos, 20 second videos, and posting on stories, using TikTok. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the video content creation has increased a lot. So um, I, I read recently that TikTok now has 1.5 million. Yes, yes, videos. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. So Sorry. It's, it's, and they already have influencers now too. Mm. I was reading that some of the influencers are between, some of the biggest influencers here are between maybe 13 and 16. That's mm. funny. And they are making money off it already. So they are they are growing at a very at a very uh, at a very um, high speed fast speed. Mm, so mm. and they cannot be neglected. So the video content creation and the fact that some of the platforms are growing faster are in the video content are in Not video sure. form. So I think video, video editing is, is it for you. Okay, so final words to uh, content writers out there. Your um, final words to them. I'll just say originality is key and then the ability to write from the perspective of for instance if you're writing from somebody's if you're writing for the ability to write from different perspectives is mm. so Okay. So there's something I do on my show every day, every Saturday, rather. So for every guest I have on the show, I ask them what self-actualization means to them in their own words. So what does it mean to you in 30 seconds? Okay. Self-actualization is, uh, for me, is understanding yourself, understanding your process, and understanding and living life on your own terms. Okay, living lives on your own terms. Thank you so much, James, for coming on the show today. Um, I picked a couple of things from our interview, and I do hope that our listeners at home as well have benefited from today's show. Content writing is what a lot of people are going into these days, and some of us do not even know what it is about. We just know that it's the in thing. So everybody now wants to write. So you ask somebody, can you write a copy for me for social media? Oh, yes, I can. 50K. But let's see the work. What have you done? Let's see what you've done in the past, and really there's nothing to show for it. So if you want to be, you can't be a content writer without putting out content out there. So you have to keep building it, even if it means putting content on just your social media pages, even if it means not moving on to having a blog yet, even if it means just writing on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your um, a thread on Twitter or on your Instagram page or on LinkedIn, just start from there and with time. Most of the influencers that we, we, we have these days, they all started from just writing, dishing out um, content on those pages. So you also can do the same. Start with what you have and with time, you can grow it and build it into um, a more bigger platform. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks I had a good time. Me. So our listeners out there, remember what he said, originality is key and your writing should be what? Should be persuasive. It should be persuasive. Thank you so much. And it's the year finally coming to an end. It's drawing to an end. So everybody, be careful when you go out there. Be careful where you go to. Do not keep late nights. And when you do keep late nights, be extra, extra careful. Be security conscious. You know, it's the season again. So join me same time, same station next week, Saturday. And um, do have an amazing weekend. And when you do dream, remember to put action to it. Don't leave it at just dreaming and don't put action to your dreams. Have an amazing and a beautiful weekend. Bye! Nobody knows how you feel Cause everybody's got their own